Happy International Save a Pelican That's Choking on a Bottle Cap Day, friends. This is Offbeat Radio. On today's episode, we have Priscilla Darby's In Another's Arms. And we also have Only Good Ghost is the Holy Ghost. And as always, we have funky news and a special guest interview. Welcome to Funky News, everyone. (laughs) This is the part of the show where we read off headlines we haven't read articles to. I am Wade Shaw. I'm Jordan Nicholson. And I'm Kelsey. And in today's news, we have this mushroom suit absorbs your body after you die. Mm. Did you say suit or soup? I said suit, like a a dress suit to dress in. Okay. Because it would be weird the other way. <laughs> it's what other way? <laughs> if it's soup. If it was soup. Oh, soup. Yeah. They just like, put you in the soup. Put after you in you a die. broth. <laughs> <laughs> Boil you down. That seems that makes a little bit more sense. Does it? I I think. Because if well, you're like you in a big hot soup, that'll break your body down. I'm relatively. picturing like a suit made made of mushrooms or like mushroom spores. And it just, it just yeah. grows from your yeah. Yeah, it just eats it you. It just eats you alive. And then you Do gotta they plant you. When you die, that's what I'm wondering. Because, like, what's the hole? point if you're just, just like in a, a little, coffin? A little U-shaped mushroom. Coffin. Yeah, there, I wonder if there's like. <sighs> I'd be. Down this for is that, what graveyards yeah. are. Like you're just in digging the a hole. No, I mean like right. I was just thinking of like you know when you go to an apple farm and there's just rows and rows of apples. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <No>. so what <laughs> if <laughs> apple trees? Sorry. <laughs> Who planted all these apples? They're sprouting Who from the ground. All these apples. <laughs> 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 no, I was thinking of like rows and rows of just holes buried, and we're sticking bodies in them. How do you bury a hole? Yeah, bury oh. that hole. Mm, holes bury, bury, buried hole. Dug. <laughs> Dig this hole now. Bury it. <laughs> bury that hole. <laughs> I didn't say fill it in. I said bury it. No <laughs> holes dug, and the then they're sticking dead bodies intact, in but there. But have it buried under <laughs> earth. And then they cover it up, and there's just a dead body in the ground. But that's exactly what a graveyard is. So you just described so graveyard and then said that's exactly. What yeah, because okay. I in my head I was thinking, okay, maybe they're starting these like cool new. I think, I think that's where they're using for it dead as a graveyard. People. Yeah, but in my. So you're saying I that graveyards in the future would just be rows and rows of different mushroom. Uh huh. Sections. Uh huh. Do you think it's and multiple? And then you can come and taste them. Wow. Ah, <laughs> oh, grandma. <laughs> She, she always tasted like this. Taste a floral. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that it's like a whole bunch of mushrooms that grow to you, or just one huge like redwood tree size mushroom, like on Ooh. like on Minecraft? I want that. I bet it's like a bunch of spores, just like on The Last of Us, growing off. Oh, and you. then you come back to mm. life as a clicker. Well, I, w- I wasn't thinking of that, but oh. <laughs> uncomfy. <laughs> that make me squirm. Um. And do you think you can choose what grammar. type of mushroom? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming so. If you're paying for someone to tailor your suit and right. fill it with mushrooms. I would want to be a to poisonous choose. mushroom. Why? Like. For fun. Oh. See how many more people I could kill. <laughs> <laughs> how many more people? <laughs> I feel like there's some things we need to talk about. Maybe some fun you've been having without us. <laughs> fun guy. Ah, oh. Jesus. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all your stoner friends from high school would insist on being 
um, hallucinogenic mushrooms. Yeah, those yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> couldn't couldn't remember what they were called. Does that work? Is that what know. they're called? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Magic mushrooms. What do you guys want to do when you die? Do you want to be mushrooms? That's a good question. I don't want to be mushrooms. I don't want to be a mushroom. Yeah, I don't really want to be a mushroom either. Well, that settles that. I want to be launched into space. That's always been the guess that you wanted. Relatively cheap. Yeah, now. it's not that expensive. It's like five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. I wish you wouldn't have said that because we could have gone around and guessed what each person. Okay, well wanted. You, we can still do two. Okay. <laughs> You're not gonna guess what I want. I think that Jordan wants to be smushed into a diamond. I'm guessing you want to be ground up. <laughs> ground up. <laughs> fed to your parents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus. That's assuming a lot. Like <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. All right, fine. Just be fed to your next of kin. <laughs> my, it would be my cat when I get a cat. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. You would, um, want to be into like a little powder and then sprinkled on your cat. What? I don't what? know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. What do we think Kels wants? Kelsey. Kels wants to be snorted like cocaine. Ooh. <laughs> by a by a giraffe. Okay. Or a bunny. Oh, that was it. She pointed <laughs> at me like nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love bunnies. Okay. I don't know what I want to do when I die. Maybe. I don't know what I want to do when I die. I want to <laughs> like have like a really snarky headstone, though. yeah, <laughs> like one that like has videos of me, like kind of like. Like pre-made responses. Yeah, to I'm sure that'll be a thing <coughs> by the time you die. I'm probably. I'm, I'm positive. I'm yeah. sure you could still do that now. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably. You would just have to have a waterproof TV or something set up. Yeah. And every yeah. it would have like special holiday things so people could come visit me on like Christmas and I'd be wearing like a Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like ho ho ho! I'm still dead. <laughs> hey. Okay. <laughs> what about those hey. cool? Uh, what about those? Was it uh, tragic? I bet it was. What about those cool body farms where like they study decomposing so they just throw you out like. They just stuff you in like a car, and they're like, "This is how you decompose in a car." Yeah, I they have one of those. I up think in I'd be into that. Yeah, they have that in Grand Junction. Do they really? Yeah. Really? Grand yeah. Junction. Is that why it smells so terrible there? Th- you're thinking of Greeley? Yeah. Oh yeah. Greeley sorry, smells terrible. Grand Junction. Pro- and that's because of <laughs> Ooh, more dead animals. more local jokes. <laughs> Colorado. Anyway, <laughs> I think I think we're good on this one. I think we really put this one in the ground. Ah, man, they're so bad today. <laughs> Both of you. Hero. Put a nail in the coffin? Oh, yeah. What? Is Put that the other one? that one. Well, that's not really. Nail the coffin? Nailed the coffin. Nailed the coffin. Nailed the coffin. You really nailed that coffin. Kels oh, is, boy. Kels is in rare form today. <laughs> this is to make up for last week where you didn't say anything I, yeah. the entire episode. I was feeling weird that day. All right. Mm. Uh, let's move on to this next one. Okay. Hero Burrito helps police officers save <laughs> trapped kitten. <laughs> I really love it. His <laughs> title rhymes. Hero Burrito. Hero Burrito. Sort of Hero Burrito. Kind of rhyme. rhymes. It rhymes in my head. Hero Burrito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we think that this is an, a burrito, like a food item, or that there's like a hero named Burrito? Or oh. is it like a Greek hero? Like a Euro burrito? <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I know we're not supposed to talk about the pictures, but from the way the headline is typed, it's definitely not that. Hero okay. burrito. It's H-E-R-O, but it could still be like a sandwich. How do they know it's not a woman burrito? And it's not a heroin burrito? It's not burrito. a Shiro burrito? <laughs> Shiro? <laughs> Shiro? <laughs> yeah. Just took a shit. Destroy the it. patriarchy. <laughs> what did you say? 
Just huh? stick a sh in front of it, and oh, it becomes. Oh, oh, I thought you said. I'm, so I'm picturing. I just took a shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, <laughs> what are you doing I over there? Not say that. <laughs> oh boy, Kelsey. <laughs> boy, <laughs> making mess in the studio. Okay. Uh, okay. So um. Okay. A sub sandwich named Burrito. Yes. Yeah. Save there was a and there was a cat. It was trapped. It was trapped, presumably in a tree, but that or mm -hmm. yeah, or in a car. I bet the car. reason that That's he was able to help. I that cat did oh. not know how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they never do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that he was able, or she, was able to save this cat mm -hmm. and not the firefighters because mm -hmm. the cat really likes food. Was it police officers or firefighters? I thought I said firefighters. Um, I think it was firefighters. Oh. No, yeah, it was police officers. Oh, really? You just, yeah, we're, we're both thinking firefighters because, yeah, they're normally, they're the, normally the, the rescuers of in, kittens. In kid cartoons. They're normally the ones. Well, I think also in reality, because cats are just like stuck on top of stuff. Yeah, because they they they're, 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 they're yeah. cocky sons of bitches, and they're like, "I'm gonna get on top of that," and they and can't get they down. Don't know how to get they're in. like, "Help! I'm starving." <laughs> I'm sorry, I should never have done. <laughs> I this. haven't eaten in I like really 20 minutes. Oh, maybe he called. Maybe he <laughs> maybe called that's for why. Maybe that's why he was rescued because yeah, they had a burrito, uh, and they're like, "Come down and get this burrito." I still want to believe that the burrito is like sentient. Is it okay? Yeah, it's like stand back, offices. I'm gonna save this <laughs> kitty cat. Hey, everybody! I'm burrito. That sounds like Danny Two Fingers a little bit. <laughs> I did uh, have a Danny yeah, Two Fingers. I'm Danny Two Fingers the burrito. Wait a it's minute. Not what you Wait think. a minute. Does that universe <laughs> cross into this universe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are you allowed to cross over? This, just no got idea. Fucking this weird. is weird because this is the first. <laughs> Only have one like angry <laughs> East Coast guy. <laughs> the angry voice. Northeastern person. This is the first headline I think that at least I wasn't having to actively like pretend not to know what it meant. Mm. Like I legitimately don't know how a hero burrito helps police officers save a trapped kitten. I'm wondering if, like, they set the burrito out. Like, I know we're getting a little practical here, yeah. but I think maybe they just, like, opened the burrito up, like, yeah. desecrated it, yeah. and, like, the cat could smell it. As an offering. Yeah, so the cat wasn't really trapped. The cat was just being a pain in the ass and wouldn't come out. That's what it Pro sounds like. That's yeah. what, and isn't that usually what happens? I'm stuck. Oh, food? I guess I'm not stuck anymore. <laughs> just everything's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, cool. Great. Well, this next one's a real doozy. Oh. Sausage throwers. Is it? Mm. <laughs> it's a doozy. It's a doozy. A real one? A true doozy. <laughs> if you were to look up doozy <laughs> in the dictionary, it'd be that. It'd be this. Okay. Go ahead. Sausage throwers duke it out at Black Pudding Com Championship. Sorry. Let me read again because mm. I messed up some words. Sausage throwers duke it out at Black Pudding Championship. I almost had competition, but this just wasn't so any black pudding. So is the pudding, pudding actually colored black? Yeah. Or is this a specific race of pudding championships? Oh, you mean like this was a championship for all black <laughs> pudding yeah. championship? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about pursuing <laughs> that. What does sausage throwers mean? Is that like a gay term? Like <laughs> Kelsey, <laughs> you're trying to make this as offensive as possible, and I don't think Kelsey, a whole bunch of whole be. bunch of queer black guys started <laughs> fighting at this pudding championship. <laughs> was it a wet T-shirt contest too? What? And then you took it, it one more step. <laughs> now it doesn't make any sense. And everyone got confused. It didn't make any sense before. You know that guy who like, <laughs> and because I'm not accusing you of this, you just reminded me of this. Like the guy that. Everyone will be riffing on something, and it's really funny, and then it's clearly over, but then there's the guy who has to make one more comment and just, oh. like, ruins 
everything. That's what I do. I don't know. You don't do that. You're good at this. <laughs> but there's there's I always that the one time. dude who's just like everyone's having a good job. And like, <laughs> yeah, and like his pants are made of linen and then just dead air. Dead air. So sausage throwers. So I'm still confused. Are you making fun of me? Or are you no, saying I'm not that making I'm like fun that? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you're like that. Sorry. He's not making fun of you. He's he's just he's venting his frustration. I guess let's about me. Let's break this down. <coughs> Other sausage throwers. A gay person. <laughs> what else could it What is a sausage thrower? It sounds like a derogatory term that you would call someone for sure. Yeah, maybe. This whole thing sounds British. <laughs> it sounds like there's a bunch of British stuff that I don't understand what it means. Could be. What 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 news source does this come from? This is Huff Post. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Which HuffPost. So there might be like, <laughs> oh Jesus! If there were any, if there was anyone listening in England <laughs> right now, they might just be like, a sausage thrower, <laughs> you bloody dum dums, <laughs> or, or whatever they say. It's a black there. pudding championship. It's a black pudding championship. You toss it. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So sausage throwers. We make fun of British people a lot on this show, <laughs> with like. It usually, we're being idiots yeah. while we do it. Yes. So. Well, oh well. Well, we won the war, so <laughs> their own fault. That's right. So, so people are throwing sausages, and then presumably there's two groups of sausage throwers because it it escalates beyond just throwing sausages at one another, and it comes to blows. Maybe it's mm. Team Sausage Link and Team Sausage Patty. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fair. That could be it. So some one group is throwing. Sausage missiles and another group is throwing sausage frisbees. Saucers. Yeah, saucers. Yeah. Sausage saucers. And they're doing <laughs> this at the Black Puddin Championship. Puddin. Puddin. <laughs> Don't isn't pudding something different in England? Like it's made of meat or something? Yeah. It's like a bread. Yeah. It's, it's like a doughy bread. Bread pudding? I think. What is that the same as That's black a dessert. pudding? Maybe it's just really dark chocolate pudding. Just just call pudding pudding, you yeah. guys. Pudding. It doesn't need to be black pudding. pudding. Listen, I know. If it had been <laughs> white pudding, would you have pointed it out? I know you guys are weird and everything, but just it's pudding. It's just call pudding pudding and bread bread. Pudding pudding. Pudding pudding. Yeah. And quit calling cookies biscuits. Pudding, yeah, pudding. and quit calling me an asshole every time yeah. I walk into your And quit calling french fries chips. Yeah. And quit calling chips crisps. Yeah. And quit calling or others. Waffle fries? What? What? I don't know. I was just trying to find something crisps. fun to say. Wa- waffle crisps. <laughs> <laughs> These are waffle chips. Oh, waffle chips. There you go. What do they, do they call waffles waffles over there? I don't know. Do they even speak English? <laughs> <laughs> in England? I don't do know. Do speak English in England? <laughs> okay. Well, I think. Yeah. What's a black pudding? I feel like this story is so weird that my brain can't even like start <laughs> to make a joke about it. Do you think that. Maybe the black pudding championship is like who can eat make the, the best black pudding or eat the most or make the best. I bet they're just shoving lots of pudding and lots of sausage in their mouths. But who invited all these sausage throwers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to this pudding Some wanker. <laughs> Some sodding wanker. Wanker and sausage should not be used in the same sentence. Bloody hell. Bloody. <laughs> oh. I think. I think that's all there is to say about that i agree i think we solved yeah. it yeah i, I think agree. we know exactly what happened a bunch of homosexuals <laughs> came to a racially segregated pudding party <laughs> exactly and and poured water all over their white t-shirts in modern yep. day england no in less. modern day yep. england where well, you thought they were past all this 
<laughs> you really did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I saw that you did. Well, this has been Funky News, and now for a word from our sponsors. Please keep listening to the rest of this, please. There's more. Hey, everybody. This is Seven from 777 Industries. I'm here to sell you some fucking toys or whatever. Jesus Christ. Just go to the store, push the cart around near my toys, and just let your kids do the rest of the work. God damn it. Just buy some fucking toys. I need to get out of this goddamn house. Buy my fucking dolls. They come in three different sizes. They come in human size, little Barbie doll size, and tiny little keychain charm size. They're not going to strangle your kids. Just shut the fuck up and be, quit being such a pussy. On Priscilla Darby's In Another's Arms. I wouldn't want anyone to know that I am in another's arms. Oh, what a lovely occasion. There will be a wedding in six months. Too bad the wax crayon factory burned down. Shit. I just don't know if I can marry him. He just doesn't love me when I hug him. Turns out insurance isn't going to cover a wax factory. Put on your best face. <laughs> in... Another's Arms! Alright, here's what we gotta do. The insurance adjusters just down the way there. We're gonna rough him up a little bit, make him fudge his numbers. Tell us that, you know, he'll cover the factory. <laughs> okay, sounds like a plan. Yeah, what was your name again? Tommy. Tommy, that's right. Alright, let's go down What's there and talk to him. What's your name? Mike, I'm pretty sure. Good. Great. I thought so. Hey, buddy. I gotta talk to you for a minute. Oh, what? What? Come over here. We'll talk to you real good. Talk, what? What do you gotta Why talk to me about? Why don't you just sit down in this folding chair in between us? Okay. Yeah, sit, sit down okay. in the folding chair like we nice brought out in the middle sit. of the road. Oh, oh, in the middle of the road? Okay. Don't you think that's a little dangerous? Not at all. So okay. you're an insurance adjuster, so we hear. Uh-huh. You're working on this Priscilla Darby's factory case, yeah? Yes, I am. Now tell us what you think about that so far, buddy. Well, so far, it seems like we've just lost so much stuff, and I don't think the insurance place is going to cover it. Now why wouldn't you do that? Damn, Mike, you're really grilling him. <laughs> because it's just there's too much loss here. We can't cover it because this is not a natural disaster of a fire. I heard some guy took a shit and lit a, lit a candle in there. That sounds pretty natural disaster-y to me. Oh, no, that's not happened. How oh, about we show you, you know a natural disaster, mister? Yeah, we'll, we'll show it to you on your face. Oh, I, I don't think that's necessary. Ah, oh, 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 Come here, you little, oh, you little tool. You little insurance oh, adjusting little bastard. Stop. I'm going oh. to keep hitting you in the face oh, until you start crying. Keep, keep, you better fix those oh, reports. You better cover our, cover our factory. Oh. I'm still hitting him. All right, Tommy, that's enough. I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe I can hit well, him Tommy, some we, more. Tommy, we don't want to kill him. Ah. <laughs> Oh, shit, Tommy, you killed him. I, I don't know what happened. I just kept hitting him like you told me to. No, that's not what I told you to do, Tommy. Quick, we got to put him in the trunk. <laughs> okay, if you say so. I know a place where we can drop this body. He's going to get blood all over my truck, Mike. Meanwhile. Oh, 
What a boring evening. I've not yet heard back from my man, Michael. And my daughter's been in her room for hours. Pre Petunia! Petunia, come down and fix, fix me a mint julep. Yes, mother. Yes, I'll fix you a mint julep. Thank you, my darling. All right. Mm. I'm, I've not yet heard back from Mike. I'm feeling a little paranoid that maybe things didn't go down the way that they were supposed to. What's that you said, mother? Nothing. Shut up. Okay. I'm going to give Mike a call and see how things are going. Yeah, hey, hey, hello, Priscilla. Uh, Mike, Mike. Yeah, yeah, this is Mike. Mike. Yeah, yeah. Hello? Hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me all right? Mike, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, shit, I had the phone upside down. Oh, that's, you've done that before. We, Sorry about that. We've talked about this, Priscilla. It, it looks the same both ways. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So, have you taken care of our little problem? Well... Things seem to go a little bit awry. My buddy Tommy got a little excited and, uh... Excited? Well, yeah. The assurance of just is a little bit dead. But don't worry, we're taking care of him. Mm, how dead is he? Well, he's more than mostly dead. He's entirely all the way dead. All the way dead, you yeah, say? But don't worry, here's the thing. Fuck! We did a little digging. He's got a business partner named Maxwell Stewart. Maxwell? I know this man. Yeah. Maxwell Stewart is is one of the uh, one of the associates at his uh, insurance agency. We're gonna go rough up this Maxwell guy a little bit. Maybe see what he knows. Hold on, hold on. Maxwell is to be my son-in-law within the next six months. Mother, I have your drink for you. Stay in the other room. Okay. Put on your best face. Okay, I'll work on that. Well, if you know him and he's about to be part of the family, it looks like maybe you could talk to him about fudging the numbers, and we won't have to, you know get physical with him. Mm, that sounds like, let, let me talk to him and see if maybe I can work some of All my right. womanly magical charms on his body. Alright, we're gonna make sure that we make this guy sleep with the fishes now that his soul's been commended into another's arms. Did you say another's, another's. arms? I did indeed say another's arms. Okay, that sounds fine. Great. I'm, I'm going to call him Maxwell and see how soon he can get down here. Okay, great. Just uh, put it right side up this time. <laughs> oh, yes, hello, Priscilla. It's so great to hear from you. Maxwell, please come over immediately. I have urgent business to discuss with you that cannot be discussed over the phone because it is very sensitive information. Well, I will be right there. This does sound serious. I will talk to you very soon. Lovely. Darling, I have got to go. You can, uh, you can stay here as long as you want, but I'm going to need you to give me my pants back. Yeah, thanks for the tip. Oh, you're very, <laughs> very welcome. A few moments later. Mother, I have your mint julep. Put it in my mouth, darling. I believe Maxwell's... <laughs> Not directly in my mouth. Petunia, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mother Darby, I came as quickly as I could. Everything sounded very distressful on the Oh, no, phone. it's fine. Just let yourself in. I do believe I knocked. Maybe somebody didn't insert the audio clip a moment ago. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Come over here. Petunia, go to your room. Put on your best face. Okay. You seem so very stressed out. Now, how are things working out with the melted mm, factory? Mint julep. Julep is trash. You're trash. There's quite a lot of julep in that. What, mother? Not nearly enough mint. Anyway, I heard that... The insurance adjuster that was working on my, on on the melted factory, has not been responding to phone calls. 
Well, that is very upsetting. As I myself run an insurance company, I expect all of my employees to answer and return calls promptly. Who have you been insured with, Miss Darby? We are insured with Double Fudge Sunday and Brothers and Company. Why, that is my very company. I know. This is why I've called you. I need someone who can work out my insurance adjustment now that our adjuster is gone missing or dead or whatever. I don't know. Well, Priscilla, I will do my best, but this may be a conflict of interest, seeing as how I am to marry your very daughter. It's only a conflict of interest if you allow it to be, Maxwell. It's only a conflict of interest if we are engaged, but not if we are already married. We're going to have to speed this process along. I'm totally okay with that. Can you get all of your relations together by tomorrow afternoon to host a wedding? They'll do anything I say. Well, that is fantastic. Priscilla, I'm going to have to go and make some arrangements with my company. If you could please let the beautiful Petunia know that we'll be wed tomorrow. Okay, Maxwell, you're such a charm. Oh, thank you very, very, very much. Now I have to go make sure that this case is not placed in another adjuster's arms. Thank you, Maxwell. You're very welcome. Mother! Petunia, I'm coming upstairs. Hold on one moment. Mother! Petunia! Mother! I mean, Petunia! Mother, I seem to have lost my best face. I can't find it. Where did you put your best face, Petunia? Oh, no, I can't find it. Petunia! Petunia, I have very exciting news for you. Are you sure it's exciting for you or exciting for me? I'll buy you a new face. Quit your babbling. Okay. The news is, you know how you were going to get married to Maxwell six months from yesterday? Yes. (laughs) Yes, well, you will now be getting married to Maxwell tomorrow. What? Tomorrow morning. What the fuck is this shit? Whoa, Petunia. Watch your language in front of your mother! I'm sorry, mother. You'll be getting married tomorrow morning, and if you have any objections, I suggest you tell me them now. I've already told you all of my objections. I've not heard. I have. What are they? He doesn't love me when he hugs me. He obviously loves you. He wants to marry you tomorrow. Why does he want to speed it up so fast? I'm not ready. You know, Petunia, when love comes a-knockin'. Don't come a-rockin'? Don't go rocking off elsewhere into another's arms. Go rocking directly into Maxwell's arms. But I don't want to go rocking into Maxwell's arms. I will not hear another objection, even though I asked you to tell me all of your objections. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, my dear, Uh I do have even worse news than I had yesterday. I'm sure. Go ahead. I'll be marrying uh, the Petunia girl tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow in the morning. Would y'all ha- like another drink? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Go away. I-, I would like a drink okay. if I may. Okay. Yeah, a butterbean, please. Butterbean. <laughs> Fine, I'll have a... A Samuel Guppy's breathalyzer failure? No. Just a vodka martini, please. Okay. Now, dear... Which means that you have less than 24 hours to pack up all your... all over my pants. Yeah, I saw that. Jesus. Well, your news was very surprising. I understand. What's going to be more difficult for you is that I'm going to need you to get all of your, your slutty shit out of the apartment. <laughs> oh, just the slutty shit? Yeah, you can leave everything else. It's quite nice. You've decorated it pretty well. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. 
Well, I knew this day was coming. You always knew that one day I would end up in another another zone. Yeah, I suppose. I've got your drinks for you. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. I will give you the biggest tip. Young lady, would you like to go on a date with me since this loser over here is dumping you? (laughs) Well, now, I did not say that I had Yeah, you know what? That sounds pretty (laughs) nice. It might be good to be, for once, in another's arms. arms. Do you think that I will suffer seeing you in another's arms? I think you're going to have to, honey. Ooh, she got you. (laughs) Let's go, buddy. (laughs) Next time on... In another's arms. I bet you're used to getting the tip. Why does this body keep floating? I can't find my best face. I seem to have misplaced my vagina. (laughs) Oh, I'm her best face and I'm hiding under the bed. (laughs) In another's arms. ever had a tragedy befall your life like perhaps your house being caved in by a rhinoceros stampede or your car being stepped on by a large-footed man you should call double fudge sunday and brothers and company an insurance agency that cares for you you will be truly in good arms in good arms double fudge sunday and brothers and company Hello, my name is Peter Gumption, and welcome to The Only Good Ghost is the Holy Ghost. On my program today, I'm going to be taking calls from concerned parents, uh, upset grandparents, and uh, others who are worried about people they love maybe falling into uh, a path of the dark arts. And uh, let's just jump right into calls here. Uh, who, who we got on the line? Hello, this is Rick. Hello, Rick. What seems to be the problem? Yes, I recently acquired um, a son from the Congo. We adopted him. It was part of a, you know, our pastor gave a real good sermon about God's heart for adoption, and we just took it, took it a couple steps forward, and we just went ahead and adopted a young man from the Congo. But he's been doing a lot of um, dances and chants in his bedroom. Dances and chants, you say? Yeah, yeah. One of them sounds like. Slide to the left, boom. Slide to the right, boom. And I can just hear him sliding around upstairs. And I'm just not sure if this is appropriate behavior for a child of his age. It is appropriate behavior for a child of his age if he were a sh- shamanic uh, monk. Oh man! From the deep Congo. Do they have shamans in <laughs> sub-Saharan Africa? They do have shamans in sub-Saharan Africa. Well, this is very disturbing. My church group didn't tell me anything about this. Here's what I want you to do. Okay. I need you to take this child and throw a bucket of holy water on him and tell him that these uh, slides that he's performing are part of his old life, part of his old ways, and now that he lives in America, 
with uh, Christians, a Christian nation. He must conform to our uh, way of life and uh, stop doing all that magic shit. Well, that seems like really good advice, but how can I get a whole bucket of holy water? That stuff's pretty pricey. That is true. Let me tell you my secret recipe for a bucket full of holy oh, water. Oh, hold on. Let me get a pad and paper. Okay, go ahead. You got your pad and paper? I got my pad and paper right here. All right. So you need to pray to God. Mm-hmm. You need to say, Dear Jesus. Mm-hmm. Holy Ghost, the only mm-hmm. good ghost there is. The only one. Please bless this water. And you need a bucket of water, of course. No, can it just be, I have some Home Depot buckets, like five gallons. Is that going to be sufficient? That's a whole lot of holy water. And if that's how much you want, that's perfect. Okay, great. Yes, so you're going to want to bless that water. Uh, Jesus Christ is going to be all inside that water. All right, sure. And you want to splash it all over your, what's his name, your your son? No, Zach. (laughs) We renamed him. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say that. We couldn't pronounce his real name. It was just really embarrassing whenever we go to church functions. Oof. Yeah, I've seen that before. All right, you just splash him while he's asleep, uh, convening with the uh, dark one. Now, does it have to be while he's sleeping or while he's everybody clapping your hands in? When he's doing everybody clapping your hands in, that's a very dangerous time to confront so your child. So we shouldn't interrupt him during that time? That's right. You he's just in let the him finish. Of demonic ecstasy. And when he's sweating in his bed after hours of demonic ecstasy, mm-hmm. he's kind of shivering and quivering. Okay. Then you throw the water on his body, he'll wake with a shock and all the demons that are gnawing on his muscles and his flesh and suckling on his little black boy nipples. He's <laughs> suckling on his teats. I've seen rashes there. You've seen rashes on his nipples? On his, on his teats This is worse than I could have ever imagined. Is that, are those demon rashes on his those nipples? Those are demon suckling rashes. Oh man. S- circling Someone his... told me it had something to do with the marathon that we had him run, but that's just... No, the, the, the demon the suckling rashes circling the area of his areolas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And that's dangerous, and your whole family could be at risk. Okay, so we've been rubbing Vaseline on that to get the rash to go away? You're just trapping those demons under a layer of oil. Okay, so before we splash the water on them, we need to make sure that we don't do our, our normal Vaseline nipple treatment that we do. Yes, and furthermore, please take all the Vaseline that you may have already applied to his nipple area mm-hmm. off completely. Do because if that's blocking that wa- yeah. that holy water, yeah. he's going to have all those demons do on his nipples still. Do we need to wash it off with more holy water? Can we just use regular tap water for that and then do the splashing later? That one. The second okay, one. Okay, the second thing. That's right. Do you have any other questions for me? No, I think this has been really very helpful and very enlightening. i got to go uh, Go ahead and fill some buckets out in the yard. Thank you very much for your call. No, thank you so much. All right, so listeners, this is a very important. We see this a lot on my program. Uh, these, these kids are getting into the dark arts. They're doing these boogie slides. They're learning at their high schools. Uh, mm, pardon me. Little, uh... Uh, making a joyful noise to the Lord from my belly. Next caller. Oh, hi there. Hello, speak up. Hi, hi. Jesus can't hear you all the way in heaven. Oh, hi. Who may I ask is calling? My name is Sarah. 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 A very godly name. Sarah, tell me, tell me why you're calling me today. Well, my son Jacob has been just... Running about late at night. <laughs> Running about, you say? Yes. Yeah, I catch him, and he tells me that he's just running to go grab a coffee. Sarah, I'm taking Esau to the market. 
I'm okay. taking you out of the market. Okay. That's... Are you calling that radio program? Ah! I don't care. Okay. He sounds my favorite. Okay. Bye. Was that your husband on the on the line there? Yes. Is it, are you supposed to be calling this program? Did your husband give you permission to use the phone? Well, he did just now. Fair enough. <laughs> Continue with your question. So he's just running around all the time, Mr. Jacob, and he's saying that he really likes to try out for track. But I'm just not sure if that's really what he's doing. I think he might be smoking a little bit of the marijuana, if you know what I mean. And then he sometimes will tell me that he's going out for dates what, on coffee. What else, could, what else could you possibly mean when you say he's probably smoking marijuana? Is that an innuendo for something I'm not aware of? I don't know what these kids are doing these days. I'm not sure. So okay. then so then he tells me that he's going out for coffee and I think he might be lying to me that you know maybe he's meeting some girl or doing something on the side. And so then he tells me that he's going out for ice cream and I still don't know if I believe Hold him. Hold on, you're giving me a lot of information to sort of dissect here. First of all, if he's going out late at night saying he's trying enough to track, he's lying to you. You think? You you do you think he's trying out for track at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night? Well, he's told me that he's practicing for track, and he's got to run real fast and get going for that. Yeah, he he's running to coke houses, meeting witches and warlocks. Listen, I have a lot of experience when it comes to uh, witchcraft in the dark arts. I was once uh, part of that world. So are there any signs that I should look for on his body that I would know? Has he been gaining muscle mass? Well, he's been gaining muscle mass in his calves for running. Have you been looking around his nipple areas to oh, look no, for demon suckle no, marks? No, I don't look at that. You got to take a look. As a good parent, how old is Jacob? He's 16. I'm not yeah. going to look as at his good, nips. As a good parent, you need to be pulling that shirt up while he's sleeping, looking at the nipples, and then and inspecting everywhere all around on his body. I don't know if I want to be doing that. That's just Do you, you want to save him from the very grasp of hell, Well, Sarah? how do I know if this is really what this is? That you'll know when you look at the suckle marks all over his nipples that he obviously has because he's been hanging out with witches and their dirty covens having all kinds of lascivious pagan sex rituals. Well, I do have to tell you that I haven't seen that and I haven't looked for that yet and I don't know if I will, but I have seen some weird tattoos of like a star with a circle around it that's showing fine. up on his wrists. Okay, that's fine. That's just one okay. of those bands the kids are listening to these days. Oh, what is, what's it called? <laughs> it's called Bunch of Lines in a Circle Band. <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to that oh, okay. nonsense. So, so let me go. Let me keep telling you what's going on with with Jacob. I listen to Frank Sinatra. Ah, I like Frank Sinatra. Everybody loves Frank Sinatra. So Jacob, he's also going out and he is gathering a bunch of like birds and their feathers. You say birds? Birds. Boyds. Are you making fun of the way I speak? No, I just think I'm picking up more of an accent while I talk. <laughs> Fair enough. My wife has that same problem. <laughs> but you say he's collecting birds. What is he doing with these birds? Well, I have noticed that he's got a cage of them, and he's been slitting their wings off. That's fine. <laughs> Draining the blood out of them. That's okay. And then I have noticed that he keeps, like, vials of them, and then he's been slowly drinking them. Typical teenage behavior. Okay. <laughs> so nothing to worry about there? 
<laughs> no, but if he's outside running all the time, telling you he's getting coffee with, with friends, that's what you need to look out for. That's the slippery slope that leads to uh, devil worship, that leads to sacrificing family uh, pets. Oh, no. That comes to... Uh, not our poo-poo. Yeah, not your poo-poo. Huh? Tell me a little about your poo-poo. Our poo-poo. He's a cockaroo. A cockaroo. <laughs> that's an endangered species. How in the world did your family get your hands on a cockaroo? Well, this mysterious this mysterious person walked up to her house, and they were wearing all black, and then she had, like, this weird pointy hat, and she said, would you guys like a cockaroo? And I said, why, sure, it looks so cute, I'll take it. And she said, all right, its name is Poo-Poo. So we kept it that way. <laughs> Tell me this. Was this woman with a pointy hat, did she have, like, a long nose that stuck out of a hood? Yes. Was it, like, covered in warts? Yes. Ugly. An ugly woman with a pointy oh, hat? so ugly. She was so ugly. She had long, stringy hair down she to was, her butt? Yeah, she was fugly. <laughs> fugly, you say? Jesus. God have mercy. <laughs> well, this this woman sounds a lot like the textbook example of a witch. <gasps> that's right. Oh, no. So is it our dog that's... That's causing all this? Poo-poo is very possibly the source of all the demonic energy that's uh, de- oh, that's no, messing no, with your poo-poo. son Jacob's oh. nipples and his, like, nether regions that you still need to look at. Oh, no, I'm not going to look at that. But, oh, poo-poo. <laughs> You're going to have to look at your boy's junk. You're going to have to look at your boy's nipples no, while he's sleeping no, no. without permission because otherwise... He's going to be able to hide and put a little makeup on there, hide those demon suckles. Well, are you sure it just can't be that he's smoking marijuana all the time? Because I would just rather have that, you know? I'll just smoke with him, you know? Don't just tolerate it. It's it, fine. If you're wanting to ignore the truth, why would you call me? Sarah? Yeah? Do you want to fix this problem? I guess I do. Then uh, take off your son's clothes while he's sleeping. And uh, look at all those those suckles. All, all right. right. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. And uh, kill Thanks, that fucking kill that kill that fucking kangaroo kanga spangaroo. <laughs> what is it? Cockaroo. <laughs> the cockaroo. You need you need to put poo poo down. All right. Oh, I'm not gonna put poo. He's a source down. of demonic energy. Just you know, light a. F- do you do you guys have a real fireplace in your yeah, house? Yeah, we do. Yeah, light a fire up. Just toss him in there. Sarah, I'm back. Yeah. I have to take Jacob on a hike later. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Can you take poo poo with you? No, but get the uh, get the sacrificial knife ready. I'm gonna need that. Oh, uh. it's not for anything you need to worry about. Okay. Still on the phone. Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Well, thanks, Peter. Appreciate your help. No problem. Uh, give me a call back if you uh run into any more problems. Okay. 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 All righty. Thanks. Okay. Uh, that was an interesting. Uh, you know, some people they call me and they don't want any help. Uh, with the problems that they've been uh, dealing with. Uh, I just, you know, it's, I just say, you can listen to me, you can take my advice, but uh, if you don't, you're going to have all these demons just hanging out in your butthole. You're just going to be having like a little lounge party in your colon. All right, next caller. Hello. Hello, who is this? This is King Daniel of the Northern Realms. King Daniel of the Northern Realms. I have been on hold for 13 minutes. Well, we uh, take our calls and... My break is only 15. (laughs) Sounds like you need to hurry up and tell me what the problem is. Uh, well, it's not very simple. Explain it as simply as possible. I need to defeat a dark wizard. Oh, a dark wizard? His name is Nick. 
Nick the wizard? Yes, Nick the wizard. Okay. My intentions are to fuck him up. Goodness, uh, in a sexual manner or sort of a general fucking Just a up? general fucking up. I'm going to get him on his back and take his scepter and all of those things. Oh, okay, I see. Wave it in front of his face. But listen. Sure. Peter. Go for it. I've been listening to your program on my iPod. Okay. While I'm working the line at King Burger. Fair enough. I feel like perhaps you can help me to overcome my adversary and retake my throne in the Northern Realms. What say you, Peter? That's all we do here. You... So, yes. You help people retake their thrones? The throne of God in yes. their households. Yes, that is a figurative throne. And a good one, because I do believe in God. I believe in him very strongly, and I've read the, the Bible, and I believe all of its words, and it's very I, good, King Daniel. Yes, the... it's true. It's not false. It's true that I've read it. It's true that I believe it. It's true that I've never apologized to God for anything because I've never done anything that God thinks is wrong. But here's my problem, Peter. I feel mm -hmm. like what you're saying is reclaiming my throne in a figurative sense. Yes, or if literal sense, if that's what you're aiming for. Yes, that is what I'm aiming for. Yeah. Okay. How do I defeat the Dark Wizard Nick? Tell me a little bit more about this Dark Wizard. Is he involved in, like, homosexual lifestyles? Uh, probably. <laughs> He's probably fucking everyone. He's a monster. He's fucking everyone. Is this, like, some sort of uh, coven, kind of a cabal type thing where you're having tantric sex elephants, like, fucking everybody with their drunks? Well. Is this, like, one of those things where you've got, like, seven women... And they're all in your bed with you, but you find out that all these women are actually men with penises. Oh, that, you're describing something very abhorrent. It must be exactly like that. Nick must be getting his powers from sucking dicks! Yes, that is, uh, the, uh, not, you know, the most likely way to get, uh, your dark powers. Wizard powers. That's right. How do I get back to the Northern Realms, Peter? Well, I, I don't know much about uh, teleporting between um, what I'm assuming is another world. It's, a, it, it's another dimension? Yeah. I don't know much about that, but uh, what I can tell you is uh, if you're needing to cut off his supply of power, yes. you need to cut off the, the things that give him power. No, hold on, hold on. Namely, dicks. I, I, have, I have another minute. I have another minute on my break. Is that your boss? It's my manager, yes. T tell him you're having an important talk about Jesus Christ. I'm having an important talk about Jesus Christ. The Lord! I know sometimes I say I am the Lord, but I'm, the, I'm more of the Lord in a general sense. Just give me... Peter, I'm going to have to let you go for now. All right. But well, hear me now, Peter. Okay. Come to the Burger King on Platin Union and work... Look for me waving my spatulas around like crazy. I know the one. And I will come out, and I will anoint you as as a king in my army. I, I, re I really do have to go there now. Thank you for your help so far, Peter. Goodbye. You're welcome. See, sometimes we get calls and people, uh, they're not ready. They don't have everything prepared. I would have really liked to help uh, King Daniel with his problems, but there just wasn't enough information. Perhaps next time he'll give us a call back and uh, we'll be able to talk through... Uh, uh, what it takes to take down a dark wizard. Uh, I believe that's all the time we have for today. Uh, as always, I'll leave you with uh, a parable. Uh, one, one monkey's walking down the street, and another monkey is walking down the other side of the street, and one of the monkeys is uh, into evil dark magic, 
And then the other, the other monkey is not into evil dark magic, and he turns around and he says, uh, he, he repeats the, the verse, Deuteronomy 18.10, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. And uh, that's just the, that's what the monkey said to the other monkey, and the, the evil monkey was like, okay, I'll listen to that. That sounds like good advice. Anyway, for, that's all for me, uh, Peter Gumption, and this has been Only Good Ghosts. Uh, the Only Good Ghost is the Holy Ghost. Thank you very much. We'll uh, see you next week.
to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And hey, ISIS, you can go ahead and f yourself. With an AK-47 and a cherry slurpee from 7-Eleven and a good girl from the local bar. Troops are the bombs shooting all day long and the Star Spangled Banner is their favorite song. Well, these colors don't run because their troops are the f***ing bomb. The f***ing bomb. Our troops are the f***ing bomb. Welcome back, everyone. This is Jordan. I'm Kelsey. And we're here for our special guest interview with Dale Thomas, a.k.a. Banjo Steve. Hey. Hey, everyone. I'm Dale Thomas. So AKA should I call Banjo you Steve. Steve or Dale or Banjo Thomas. or Thomas? Uh, you know, I'd rather you call me uh, uh, Dale. Dale. Yeah. Yep. Or a.k.a. Uh, ba <laughs> Banjo Thomas was a <laughs> funny joke. Banjo <laughs> Thomas was a weird, uh, I, made, I made a phone call into a Banjo program. Banjo Steve? Sorry, Banjo Steve. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You know, I just got so done playing names. playing that uh, Our Troops of the Bomb song for you guys, and I always get a little bit of a of a kind of an adrenaline rush after I do a performance, and so uh, I, I'm a little off a little off my game. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, I feel very um, patriotic. Uh, good. You know, that's that. really mm -hmm. what I had hoped people would uh, would get after listening to Our Troops of the Fucking Bomb. Hmm. Uh, I hope that people would really get that good uh, backwoods America feeling mm. of patriotism, you know? Mm. That feeling yeah. you get when you open up your... Uh, your tool shed, and you see your American flag hanging over your uh, your your red box of tools. You know the mm. red one with the silver drawers. Got all your wrenches and and, really uh, and ratchets. I don't have one myself, but yeah, uh, I don't really know what that's. Yeah, like. yeah I've been told. I've driven either. through like the south. Oh, you've driven through the south? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Oh yeah, you've been there. Yeah, I've been to the <laughs> south. It's got some good spots. Where it's are you? Where? Yeah, go ahead. Where are you from? Where I'm, I'm from, uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I've mm -hmm. heard it's really pretty there. Oh, it's great. It rains yeah. a lot, but you know, it's a pretty yeah. nice place. Did yeah. you grow up in Seattle? Yeah. Did you so ever move from Seattle? No, I still live in Seattle. Where'd you get the southern accent? Yeah. Where did I get it? Yeah. Yeah, where'd you get it? Oh, I just acquired it here and there, you know, uh relatives <laughs> and oh. here and there. Here and there, you know, watching uh television programs. Picked up a lot from Blake Shelton. Don't know if you know him. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, I, I picked up some stuff from him. A couple tips, tips, tricks. For accents? <laughs> Yeah, for for yeah, for the best way to really you know talk when you're doing press press uh, uh press things. Okay. Press <laughs> stuff. Press I'm just stuff. a good old boy. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'll answer all these questions. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm from Seattle, Seattle, Washington, and uh, uh, I got this accent from Blake Shelton. Okay. And uh, yeah. Okay. Um, tell me about your new. I mean, it's a big hit. People are playing it. Ooh, pardon me. Oh, all sorry. over the place. Uh, our troops are the fucking bomb. Yeah. Uh, it's I hear it all the time now. Tell me a little bit about like where you were when you wrote it. What the kind sure. of feelings you were feeling? Yeah, I was. Well, as the song says, you know, I was in my pickup truck, mm. and I was wearing my work gloves. Um, what work were you doing? Oh, you know, split rail fences. Uh, really? uh I was building, building buildings. Buildings. <laughs> yeah, you know. Where? In Seattle. You're oh. building buildings in Seattle. Yeah, I don't. And yeah, split rail fences. Split rail fences. Split, fences. split rail fences. <laughs> Have you ever been to Seattle? No. There's no. a split rail fence goes all the way around the city. <laughs> really? Yeah, and every so <laughs> often it gets damaged, and we got to run out there on our Ford uh, F-150s with our work gloves on okay. and our boots, 
Yeah. And we, uh, you know, we just set to fixing that. It's a public service, you know. Yeah. We uh, just want to give back to the community and fix Seattle's split rail fence problem. Is that something that the city pays for? Or is it sort of like uh, donation based? Yeah, well, the city pays for it. It's uh, it's paid for by taxpayer dollars. Um, okay. uh, the ma- the maintenance of it, all of the people actually doing the fixing, such as myself, we're all volunteers. Okay. The materials are all paid for by 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 the government. You know, that's interesting because I've in a lot of your songs, you sort of speak out against you know uh, government funding of you know social programs. Yeah, you're very you know kind of red blooded right wing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're probably referring to uh, uh, welfare is bullshit off my first off my first record. That's the specific mm. one I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That um, does come to mind. Yeah, well, you know, uh, art is uh, art is subjective. You know, a lot of people don't. Uh, you know, they think you know they come to me and they say, "Hey, I, I really like the message that you were given in that song, welfare is bullshit." And uh, and uh, you know, I'm, I appreciate people listen to to my art and that they get something out of it mm-hmm. um but you got to realize that uh the 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 message that you got out of the song uh isn't always you know the message the artist had in mind when, when uh, he or she he or she wrote it okay so in welfare Sorry, i apologize she or he wrote it oh you're fine yeah um in, in the song welfare is bullshit mm-hmm. there's a line that says um if if every dollar we gave to the government they would give back to us I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah, that's a lyric that I wrote, <laughs> and it, and it's true. You know, I pay I pay some a lot of money in taxes, uh-huh. and I think uh, you know in an ideal world, mm-hmm. it'd be great to get to get all that money back. You sure. know, to use it for things that I want to use it for. You know, like buying ATVs or or uh, or or um, you know guns and am- ammunition. Do you have a lot of guns? I personally, uh, I don't have any guns. No guns. Uh, I have you no don't? guns. You sing a lot about guns. Well, you know, I sing about like uh, AK-47s, which, uh-huh. as you know, are, are a machine gun that's you know issued to the to the military. Okay. And uh, and to, I to our military. I think I don't know. Probably. <laughs> you seem to. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, so you I've don't never. Know. I myself have never done service. Oh, oh, you've never. Oh, you sing a lot about being in the army, though. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, when I was young, I did sword drills in church. Um, you know, like the army of the Lord. What's a sword drill? It's it's when it's when you got two kids up on the front of the platform, and the uh, the leader says uh, like uh, John three sixteen, and the first person to recite it gets the they get the uh, the uh, special award. And to you, that's similar to being in the military. I think it's similar to being in the army. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, the Lord's army. Like I said, artist subjective. If you heard one of my songs that I said that I was in the army. Mm. You know that's you and your subjective interpretation of my artwork. Okay. That that that, 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 but, that but anyway. So so art doesn't necessarily imitate life, in this case. Uh, I I just think that there's a lot of metaphors that we need to be you know we need to be keeping our eyes open for instead okay. of just taking everything at face value. I guess yeah I guess that's true. Yeah. Lady Gaga does that a lot. Hmm. Oh so you know Lady Gaga? Yeah. Yeah she's yep. a good girl. Yep. She's a good girl. You like you so hang out with Lady Gaga? Sometimes yeah her and I like get a drink every now and again. Oh you drink? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. You do sing a lot about booze. So I'm wondering yeah, how yeah. much is real. How yeah, much? No, is I, I do sing. I sing quite a little bit about drinking. I like to drink. Okay. She'll uh, she we'll go out and she'll get like a Coors Light. Yeah. You know, solid uh, American beverage. She'll get a Coors Light, and sometimes I'll get like a Moscow Mule. A Moscow oh, Mule. I love yeah, those. I love, yeah, they're so mm-hmm. good. They're good. Or like sometimes if it's uh, been a long day, I'll get like an Apple Teeny or something like that. You know, just something a little apple sweeter, teeny. sweeter <laughs> on my palate. Really? You know, never yeah. pig do as an Apple Teeny guy. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah. you seem like a. Uh, Coors Light that's been sitting in a closet yeah. for oh, three gross. years, kind yeah. of guy. You know, have you ever been to Rhinos? No. It's a sports bar on the <laughs> other side of town. Yeah. And they've got Coors Light that's been sitting in a closet for like six months. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. No thanks. 
Yeah, I did a so spot for them on some radio programs. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not this one. Different one. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually have a question for you. Yeah, I'm happy to okay. answer your questions. Uh, so, first a statement. Um, sure. I personally hate country music. Like, it's the fucking worst. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Um, so, I would just like to know... You grew up in Seattle, so you mm. didn't even grow up around country music. Like, mm. that's more of a southern thing. How did you become mm. a country music star? Yeah, well, that's a fair question. So I grew up listening to a lot of grunge music, um, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, it became pretty obvious that the grunge movement was dying out. And that uh, wow. you couldn't... Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Oh, that's a funny joke. But, you know, <laughs> that, that actually brings me to another point, that it's it's really very dangerous that people can have shotguns in their homes without any sort of, you know, mental check or background check, it's really very dangerous. Perhaps if, uh, you know, if if somebody had been running screenings on Kurt Cobain or perhaps not even allowing him to have a weapon such as a a shotgun in his home, he, uh, you know, we we may be still hearing some, uh, some good albums here to this very day. That's an excellent thought, although I'm surprised that you're advocating gun control. Well, it's not gun control so much as it is control of the people who have the guns. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Proper gun control is learning, you know, always treat a gun that it's loaded. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, never point at something unless you intend to kill it. That's gun control. You seem you seem to have sort of a duplicitous opinion here. I don't um, understand what that word. That's a pretty big word. I'm just a good old boy. Duplicitous. You you look like you understand what I'm saying, and you're trying to avoid confronting what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's your subjective interpretation of what I'm doing right it now. It is, and I'd like you to tell me what your opinion is on federally mandated gun control. Federally mandated gun control. Yeah. What? <laughs> Men's, men can date if they want. <laughs> what? I mean, you said mandating. <laughs> and I feel like if a man wants to date, none of my business. That's... Kelsey, you have yeah. a question? Yeah, so I have a question. Um, yeah. Okay, so I honestly, I hate your song that you wrote. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's great. I don't really like it all that okay, much either. Well, so what? anytime it comes on the radio, I shut it off. But okay. hearing it today. Maybe you should turn into a different station and make it played on some pretty uh, exclusively country stations. Yeah, it's just sometimes I'm flipping through the channels and it just... Oh, you ever play lands. that game where you hit scan and you, oh have, yeah, to, you have to finish the song yeah, that you land on? Yeah, and on? then you still have yeah. to listen to another song. That's how song. I feel like a lot of people yeah, have heard my what, song. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, um, that's a great okay. game. So anyway, back to my question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always turn your song off before I get to the end. Um, the, the the troops are the fucking bomb part? Yeah. Where I go, well, the troops are the fucking bomb? No, I just I tend to shut it off as soon as I hear it come on. Well, you said the end. So... Anyway. That sounds like a very duplicitous. Uh, <laughs> oh, now you know what that word means. Which right. word? Anyway. Dumplings? Oh, God. Anyway. Um, so today was the first time that I actually heard it all the way through. And okay. there's a part where you talk about going to a strip club and you tip the girl $20 who's on the pole. Mm-hmm. That's just awful that that's in a song. Where, 20, 20 bucks is, is kind of a lot, though. Where where well, did you come up with that? All right, like there's a couple layers to, to what you're saying. First of all, I want to go back to something I said earlier, <laughs> and that it's subjective that you heard that I went to a strip club and tipped a woman twenty dollars. All right, that that that's what you heard. That's what you chose to hear. That's what you wrote. That's what you said. That's what. That's you what the song says. That's what the words are. But you guys got to look deeper than words. There's literal right. truth and there's figurative truth. Now let me let me read the direct quote from from my song, and I'm reading it so that I get it right. But I do have it memorized. It's uh, grab a cheap beer from the watering hole and toss a $20 bill at the girl on the pole. Now, that could mean any number of things. Watering hole 
Now, some people could take that to mean like a small backwoods local bar, or mm-hmm. some people could take that to mean uh, a, a body of natural water somewhere in the savannah Pond. where a lot of animals are coming to get uh, to get their drinks. Hmm. And uh, throw a $20 bill at that girl on the pole. Uh, it could be a pole dancer, which is what you're inferring. Or it could be a girl who is at the North Pole and needs money for cab fare back. There's uh, all sorts of things that it could or could <laughs> not be. $20 cab fare back to wherever she was from the, <laughs> from North, the pole. North Pole. Yeah. Okay, that's sure. Right. <laughs> I have I've got so much money I haven't taken a cab in a long time. I don't know what they uh I don't know what they're running these days. I don't know if they're running at the North Pole. Well, they should be. <laughs> that's a good idea. You guys should get in on that. Get in on the ground floor of Uber in so. the ar- Arctic. Nah. Antarctic. Mm-hmm. Which one's the North? Arctic or Antarctic? Arctic, you got it. All right. So I have some political questions for you because I'm starting to get the sense that maybe everything you say in your songs maybe doesn't line up with you and your personal okay, beliefs. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, Since that, all of that's metaphorical and subjective. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get some objective facts about what you believe. Oh, well, I'll try. Okay, so let's start with um, you sing a lot about what the troops are doing overseas mm-hmm. and kind of supporting that. Yep, yep. God bless them. Sure. How do you feel about what, you know, military involvement abroad and our sort of decisions to sort of involve ourselves in other people's affairs. Do you feel like that's warranted? Do you feel like that's necessary? Yeah, I feel like affairs are by and large uh, a bad decision to make in a marriage or in a dating relationship. Um, But here's the thing, if it makes you happy, you got to pursue your bliss, you know? Uh, I think that there's right and wrong ways to go about it, and I think having an explicit extramarital affair behind the back of your loved one, it's not really a great idea, but uh, I do think that divorce is something that uh, we have a right to. I'm getting legitimately and frustrated with you right I'm now. So- I'm sorry, I don't understand. Do you approve of our foreign policy decisions when it comes to military involvement overseas in the last decade? Oh, well, I mean, yes or no question. it says right here in my song, uh-huh. which is, it says uh, the war in Iraq is just a little too much. Okay, so you feel like the war in Iraq was just a little too much. Maybe delve into that a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, you could take it a couple of ways. Sure. Uh, you could take it as Let's take it your way. Let's. What do you believe? <laughs> well, I just believe the war in Iraq is a little too much. In what way was it a little too much? Well, in do you what think way we should have been there? Well, in what way do you hear it? I mean, you could hear it as in, no, no. that was too much, we shouldn't have done that. That was a bad decision. Or you could hear it in like a, uh, a sort of a, man, this war's rough today. I need to take a break and revisit this problem tomorrow. Which is it for you? For me? Yes. For me I'm personally? asking about your personal beliefs. You're asking about how I personally feel about the war in Iraq? Yeah, yes. Oh, I don't really care for it. You don't care for it? Nah. Well, okay, tell us about why you don't care for it. Well, you know, it just, I feel like um, we, we, you know, took some, uh, took some, took some low shots uh, in in response to uh, to uh, some things that happened, and that maybe in a different world something could have happened in a different way, and that decisions could have been made that may have been more positive for the outcome of humanity, and that uh, but the people did the best they can, and that ev- God bless them, and that you should really always listen to what your mama says. Kelsey, ask yeah. him questions, please. Um. Well, are you seeing anyone right now? Well, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> uh, I don't like this. <laughs> this is not good. I don't like it. Well, are you working on any other material right now? Yeah, I'm writing a, a whole other album right now. Can you tell us the name? Uh, y- yeah, I can tell you the name. It's called Thanks Obama. <laughs>
it's sort of sarcastic, like, oh, thanks, Obama. It's just, it's just thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so not sarcastic? Uh, it's how it's how I'm saying it. How are, say it again? Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of straight, <laughs> plain. Sort of ambiguous. Well, it doesn't have to be straight. You could say, it like, thanks, Obama, or however, I don't know how gay people talk, but they can talk however they want. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're, they can talk however they want? Sure. Can they date whoever they want? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Can they marry members of the same sex? Well, I mean, according to uh, according to our government, yep, they can do that. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about our government? How do you feel about their decision to allow homosexual marriage? <laughs> How do I feel about the government's decision to allow gay people to get married? Yes. Well, I'm not gay, so it really doesn't affect me. So it's not something I think about. Well, I think this has been a really good interview. No, no, no. We're not done. (laughs) I need to get some fucking concrete answers here. Seriously. All right. So who are you going to vote for? Let me think about that. That election's over. Yeah. Republican or Democrat? For what? For in general. Which do you most closely align with? Between Republican and Democrat? Yes. Jordan, did you know you're never supposed to ask people that question? I'm, a- I'm asking <laughs> him this question. To like do? It's not. Yeah, you know, I would say that on certain issues, I lean more uh, towards the Republican. And then there's other issues, Jesus entirely different Christ. ones, in which I lean towards libertarian. I'm sorry, liberal. I'm sorry. The other one, Democrat. <laughs> did I say both Republican and Democrat at some point in that statement? You did. Good, because my PR people love it when I do that. Yeah, I bet they do. Well, can you tell us about your next song that you're writing? Yeah. The song I'm working on right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's called uh, We're Here, We're Queer. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, it's called We're Here, We're Queer. Okay. And what's that about? It's really, uh, it's kind of uh, going back a little bit to my my grunge roots in that, you know, it's a group of disenfranchised people saying, you know, we're here and we're kind of strange. Okay. And, uh, you know, society doesn't quite understand all of our quirks and weirdness, but... uh, we're here, and you know we're gonna have to get used to it. We're here. We're a little bit odd. That sounds really liberal compared to a lot of the things you sing about. Sounds very kind of inclusive and diverse. Well, you know, I think a lot of my audience is uh, is ready to hear that. Hey, man, there's some weirdos out there. You know, some people got you know eyebrow piercings and and in holes through their through their nipples, and uh, you know we just gotta let them. You know, put shards of metal wherever you want. It's fine. Hmm. So I wanted to ask you about some of your top chart-topping songs that okay. you've written. Yeah. Um, do you remember how many? How many chart-toppers I've had yeah. so far? Is it, was it 12? Uh, no, all? it's only really been the one that, that, that topped oh. uh, 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 international charts. Are you talking about just country charts yeah, or country, just international charts? Country charts. Country charts, yeah, there's been 12. 12. There have yeah. been 12. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And how does that make you feel? Like, are you so excited about that? I mean, yeah, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. I get a lot of cash. And what um, do you do with that? What do I do with my cash? Yeah. Oh, I buy ATVs, and I buy trucks, and I buy... Do you uh, buy more work gloves? Yeah, oh, I have so many pairs of work gloves. Do you? Yeah, I have this really nice pair of um, of silk work gloves. You got to see these things. <laughs> oh, man, they're great. They got my name embroidered on the back of them. What, what kind of work do you do in them? <laughs> I told you, split rail fences. All right. In silk? Gloves? Well, that, not in the silk gloves. No, no, oh. no, no. In no. yeah. the silk gloves. So sometimes I get invited to uh, to conduct the, uh, the 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 Seattle City Symphony. I've been invited to be a guest conductor on that several times. And when you hold the baton, you're supposed to wear nice silk gloves. So I got these nice silk work gloves, 
that have banjo Steve embroidered on them. <laughs> one on each on left hand's banjo, right hand Steve. Okay. And uh, that's how I know which, how to put one on each hand because you know, I'm just a, just a good old boy. I don't know my right from left or whatever. And uh, so I just go down to the old uh, the old opera house and conduct away. Okay. So your new song, it sounds to be sort of a departure from the kinds of songs that you were writing in the past. Yeah, we're here, we're queer. Yeah, we're here, we're queer. Um, let me ask you this. Are you? You said you're happy with all the cash you've been getting from all your chart toppers. Yeah, who wouldn't be? Sure. D- are you happy? Are you pleased with the message you've been putting out, um, as well as the money you've been getting from it? What What message is that? That you're sort of this on? heavy, heavily patriotic kind of go get 'em boys, right wing mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of mantra that you're putting out there. Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like uh, I, I'm. I am happy with the message that I am putting out to the people of America and that it is good. Wow, that sounds like you're being forced to say that. I, I don't know why you would hear that. I mean, you're 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 allowed to hear whatever you so, want to hear. So recently, um, you know, Taylor Swift has moved oh yeah, on she's a good girl. From, well, you know, she's moved on from the country genre onto yeah. She pop. popped on over into pop. Hey yeah. <laughs> so do you yeah, that's what we say in the business. Do you think you would ever move away from the country genre and go into something different? Uh, I've considered it a little bit after hearing some of what you know Kendrick Lamar and uh, 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 propaganda and some of these other uh, hip hop artists have done. I've thought about maybe going into doing some more spoken word stuff where you can really get your message out a little bit clearer. What if you blended country with spoken word? Yeah, I think I did that a little bit. I don't know if you remember in the bridge of our troops of the f***ing bomb, I spoken worded the uh, the um, the pledge of allegiance. Uh, yeah, I actually didn't get to that part. Oh, well, that's weird because earlier you said you listened to the whole thing. Mm, I lied. Do you remember the part where I said, <laughs> "Hey, asses, you can go f*** yourself"? Do you remember that part? Yeah, I picked back up. That was that right. Bef- right, I did some spoken word in there, and you know, it's been a it's been a hit. People have really enjoyed that. Everybody except for there's a couple of football players that will sit down in the middle of concerts. It's weird. I don't understand it when we get to that part, but you know, it's no big deal. Do free to do whatever they want. Sure. I mean, that's. Do you think that's included in freedom of speech, or do you feel like they're being disrespectful? Well, to I mean, they're country? not actually saying anything, so I don't know if it's included in freedom of speech. Mm. Um, they're making a statement. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, but that that statement, as you as we've discussed already, it's subjective. Okay, so so you mentioned that in going into more of the spoken word, that'll give you an opportunity to talk about you know your values and spread your message. What kind of message are you looking to spread? You know, just good values, which are what. That's subjective. Uh, you know, like uh, well, there's the uh, the Ten Commandments. You're I gonna s- you're gonna good. have a spoken word pop song about the Ten Commandments. Well, I'm I'm not saying that I'm gonna say the Ten Commandments verbatim. I mean, that's the dusty old tome it doesn't have the best poetry in, it in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, just some of those they've got some good concepts. You know, uh, you know, taking care of the poor, uh, um, uh, welcoming the outsider. You know, that kind of thing. Good, good, good biblical principles. Dale. Hmm. When we invited you onto the show, yep. we had a written agreement that you would uh, answer our questions as truthfully and as straightforwardly as possible. Right. And that sort of keeps up our journalistic integrity and sure. it also keeps your integrity, you know. I see. This is one of those situations where we feel like I'm dodging questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, big time. All right. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? All right. I'll shoot you straight from now on. Okay. No more dodging these questions. Okay. All right. So, what is your Maybe opinion? Maybe forward the questions. I'm sorry, what was that? I missed your joke. I bet it was real funny. <laughs> what was your joke? 
Because you were saying don't dodge the question. Oh, you wanted me to Ford? Uh, the so that's real Ford. funny because you know what? I have a Ford truck. I've got a couple of Ford trucks. Ford makes a real good vehicle. I have an F-150. It's <laughs> from 1992. My great-grandpa bought it down in uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Great, great part of the country. He bought it down there, and it uh, traveled to Georgia with him, and it traveled up to Mississippi with my aunt, and it traveled to Huntsville, Alabama with her. Then it came over to Colorado with me, where I lived for a short period of time. Then I moved back all the way up into Seattle, and then I actually drove it down here to the studio. So it's a good old truck, brown. Wow. That's fucking fascinating. It is. It's a pretty interesting story about Thank trucks. You. Yeah. What's your opinion on gun control in America? Yeah, it should uh, the guns should be regulated. There should be uh, there you. should definitely be uh, uh, background checks and psychological examinations on people who are wanting to buy weapons, especially uh, high-powered assault rifles. So you, you you're more of a progressive thinker. I mean, if you want to call it that, sure. Yeah. So uh, compared to the things you say in your songs. Yeah which are blatantly right-wing sort of conservative values. If you want to interpret them that way, sure. They they are. Okay. That. All right. That's fine. But you don't believe that stuff. Is that right? I I don't I uh, I mean, yeah, no. No. Not really. You don't really believe that no, stuff. No, you know, some of it I think is a little bit extreme. See, this is fascinating to me because you're you're talking about all these in- intense patriotic yeah. subjects. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But you don't really feel that way well i mean i feel very patriotic but i also feel like sometimes the best thing you can do for your country is to flip that flag upside down and say the system (gasps) is corrupt and broken and cut it off at the ankles how how do you think that your pr is going to react to you saying all these things now oh i've gotten like seven or eight text messages just in the last couple seconds and they're they're losing their fucking goddamn minds right now and what about like all your followers (sighs) yeah the people who do believe those things you say yeah um well they can go fuck themselves. Wow. I got enough money already. I got it all invested. Well, I guess this is a good time for you to go and start your new... Yeah, this is this yeah, is a this really is a good time for me to kind of drop point. this whole act, I guess. You know? Um, oh, and the wow. accent, too. Yeah, I told you I was from Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. How's the coffee up there? The coffee's really, really good. Was Have you ever had, like, their... Scene? I'm sorry? It's quite a scene. It's quite the scene. I mean, I, yeah. could, I could go on and on listing all the different shops up there, but their pour-overs up there, they're fucking incredible i mean wow. colorado's got some good stuff too but i tell you go up to seattle and get yourself a cup of coffee out there and you're gonna you're gonna lose your goddamn mind dale yeah is that really your name yeah is your name dale no no my name's not dale what's your name no my name's jack jack yeah oh okay that seems to fit more fits yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so jack that's better uh, how did you take on this persona of Dale Thomas? Yeah, it was really it was it wasn't too hard. I was doing like singer songwriter stuff in coffee mm. shops for a couple of years, and uh, uh, I was um, hanging out with some friends, and we were talking about how easy country music was to uh, to emulate. Sure. And they were like, "Hey, just go ahead and make a song up real quick, country wise, and see what happens." And I actually wrote <laughs> I wrote our troops with a fucking bomb there on the spot, just in wow. like fifteen minutes of just. Just dicking around. That's, a, that's a number one hit. Yeah, it, it's a number one hit. Well, what happened was, was I was singing it, and we went to an open mic, and we were just messing around, and uh, uh, a talent scout came up to me, and he was like, Durkander, hey, what's your name, young man, Durkander? And I was, and I had like, I did the whole thing. I put on like a flannel and a stupid fucking cowboy hat, <laughs> and was was wearing that, and I just thought it'd be a funny joke. And he was like, Hey, you want to come on down to Nashville and get your recording deal, Durkander? And you know, I saw dollar signs. Sure. It's all over. So I was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll come on down to Nashville. We'll make some records, make some money. I can't really blame you for that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would do the, same the market's thing. there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I donate. Uh, it's easy money. Uh, I've donated a ton of money to, um, to, you know, lobbyists in Washington pushing for gay rights. You know, if you go and look at, at 
how that whole thing went down. A lot of that money came from a lot of that money came from the song uh, <laughs> "Our Troops of the Fucking Bomb," which Are you is kidding so me? hilarious. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but this uh, this interview is not going like out into the world, right? Like this is just us like playing with microphones and all. No, yeah. I mean you signed a release. I signed something. Yeah, it was a release. So yes, people. I thought that was the release for the bag of weed that you guys gave me before I came in here. That was confusing at first, but now it makes a lot more sense. Wait, wait, wait. So this is going out? Yeah, Yeah. like to people. It is. Yeah, lots of people. The people that I told that that I said they could go fuck themselves. Yeah. I I thought this was supposed to be a turning point. Well, what I meant by that was when I said go fuck themselves. What I meant was ISIS. ISIS can go fuck themselves. And all that shit about coffee. You know who drinks coffee other than Black Folgers? Uh, you have f- f- fags. Wow. Oh, God, that's fucking gross coming out of my mouth. Uh, um, I'm kind of disappointed in you now. Well, I don't know what to do here, man. I don't have any other skills. You can, you do, you can do your songs you wanted yeah. to do. You can do, do We're Here, We're Queer. Word. You can do your spoken word. I mean, We're Here, We're Queer. Is It's still, there's a, ba- there's a, there's a mandolin solo. Well, you can do really cool mandolin stuff. Yeah, come like, on. Like, haven't you seen all the hipster you, you, scene? You can take all this country music and turn it into something yeah, positive and like progressive. Folky hipster yeah. spoken word. It's It'll like country cool. for hipsters. Oh. Yeah, I think you should try it. I guess we can give it a shot. Can you try something right now? Yeah, <laughs> you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, Do you want right to sing? Now. We're here. Like, we're queer. Give us a little preview. Yeah. All right, I'll, pl- I'll play. We're here. We're queer for you guys. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. We are here, and we are queer. Get your boots off of our necks, America. Stop killing the blacks, America. You have a lot of problems, America. Drones are bad. They hurt people. And we think that you should stop doing it. Because we are here. We are queer. Get used to it. Hey, Texas. You can go and fuck yourself. America! America! Stop being dumb! Thank you. That was We're Here, We're Queer by Jack Thompson. You know, Jack, Ooh. I have to say... Yeah, do you guys have some water? Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Paige, can you get him more water? Paige. Oh, she's the one that brought me the weed. Paige. Yeah, more water for Jack. You don't have to yell at her. I mean, she's... God damn it, Paige. She's, she's, <laughs> she can do whatever. She's capable. Paige, it's cool. Don't encourage her. Sorry. She's kind of cute. She's fucking ridiculous. What's her number? So, yeah, he would have. Anyway, um, Jack, I have to say that 
that was significantly less enjoyable than your country music, I have to say, and I don't like country music. I liked it better. You liked it better? I liked it better than the country. I don't know if it's going to... It was like, like it kind of reminded me of Bright Eyes a little bit. Oof. Like Oof. Connor. <laughs> I love Connor. So. Oh, you know yeah, Connor? I think, yeah, I think you should keep it up. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's going to work out if he keeps doing that. You know, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to make a go really? for it at do this it. whole lab. Yeah. I feel kind of like it. this is my fault. This for whole shouting music. You no, know, come guys, on. Do it. I think it. this is a really good plan. I think this is really going to. Uh, I like it. Well, at least we're not liable for <laughs> your yeah. career falling apart. Yeah, guys. I mean, I'm holding you guys responsible for it. No, you can't. No. I mean, that's it's in the release form. I mean, that's that release form was pretty subjective. It was very objective and you know very what? specific. This is great, guys. I'm going to go. Uh, my manager's been calling me off the hook. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he I'm going to go talk to him. I'm sure he's super stoked. I bet he heard. Okay, Josh. I bet he heard we're here with Queer. And he wants to he wants to talk about about getting that as a single. Probably. So. Let's talk I about it. I hope so. Hey, thanks guys. Hey Jack, thanks for hey, being on the Hey, offbeat listeners. Good job, deuces. Thanks. Uh, I don't know. I, I used to sign off differently. Now I don't know how I would sign off anymore. You don't have to because this is our show. Oh, <laughs> I'll just try my old way, but in this this the, my normal voice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Hey, God bless everyone. I hope that you dream of bald eagles. Okay, Jack just walked uh, out. <laughs> All right, uh, that was well, weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this I has been offbeat. Support radio. It, though. You re- you yeah, support it. I support it. Yeah. This has been offbeat radio. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kelsey. And we'll see you all next week. See y'all.